0: Welcome to Rock Talk, the podcast where a couple of jabronis get to know the movie roles of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Jordan Rummel, joined as always by my good friend and co-host Charlie Guile. Charlie,
1: how you doing? I'm doing well. It's March Madness season. How's your like NCAA tournament bracket doing?
0: Well, I have Michigan winning, so I am one of the few. To remain. I have nothing else left. Nothing else in my bracket is correct. But if Michigan <laughs> runs the table, I will win.
1: Oh, that's really exciting. You. I I chose Kansas. They're my only final four and I have them winning. So we'll see what happens. Ooh. But the March Madness and bracket season really did a number on us. Uh, and that got us thinking, why don't we create a Dwayne Johnson bracket?
0: And it was a real challenge thinking about what Dwayne Johnson, you know, theme we were gonna base this bracket on, but it became quickly apparent that the most abundant item in the Dwayne Johnson catalog, if you will, are his one liners. If you are a Dwayne Johnson movie buff, uh, as I assume most of you are at this point, he has a a pretty choice
1: one liner uh per movie, at least. At least. And that's actually what uh was a little difficult in narrowing it down. So we had to set some ground rules here. We decided We were going to do a 16-item bracket. So we had to narrow it down to 16 different one-liners, and we had to set some ground rules. And one of those ground rules is only one per movie. And the second rule is it had to be from movies that we've already covered, with the exception of uh, a Fast and Furious 8 quote and quote from the other guys. Let's just get into it, Jordan.
0: That's right. And and Charlie... In, in order to create some parity among our matchups here, we separated these one-liners into four distinct regions. The first one is our Fast and Furious region. Moving on, we have our Funny region. These are quotes that are pretty much uh, hilarious in, their, in, their, in, in what makes them so memorable. Then we have our Doofy, Dorky, Dwayne Johnson category. Um, these were quotes that didn't necessarily fit into anything else, uh, but they're kind of fun. They're sort of, they're Dwayne Johnson quotes at his most vulnerable. And finally, we have the badass region. These are Dwayne Johnson quotes, as you most likely are familiar with. Um, They just kind of cement him as this persona of badassery. And so we've put four quotes in there as well. And so Charlie, it's our job, though, to break these regions down to get our final four and then eventually uh, a one-liner for all time.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think we should just go ahead and get into this and uh, start off with the Fast and Furious region. And one thing to note, these are just Jordan and I's opinions. I'm sure we're missing some. And certain lines that we like, you may not like. And certain ones that you love, we may not love so much. So just keep that in mind. Heck, this holiday season, why don't you just curl up with a loved one, make your own Dwayne Johnson bracket, and have a great time.
0: Over this, over this Passover weekend.
1: <laughs> uh, but the first matchup here is, it's a big one. It's Daddy's Gotta Go to Work from Fast and Furious 6 and I'll Beat You Like a Cherokee Drum from Fast 8. Dad, what's going on?
0: Daddy's Gotta Go to Work. I mean, do you really believe you can stand in front of me and beat me in a straight-up old-fashioned fistfight? Let me tell you something. Me and you one-on-one no one else around i will beat your ass like a cherokee drum
1: (laughs) okay so both of these are actually amazing Um, wow gosh i mean daddy's got to go to work it's iconic we have it in our show every week but on the other hand The Cherokee drum clip is amazing. He sang it to Jason Statham, who is quickly becoming my new favorite character in the Fast and Furious franchise now that Han is gone. So this is a really tough one for me. What are your initial thoughts here, Jordan? Going into this matchup, my clear favorite was Daddy's Gotta Go to Work.
0: It is simply put, it is one of the most memorable lines, not just in Dwayne Johnson's catalog of quotes, but in the entire Fast and Furious franchise, a film series known for churning out one-liners. That being said, upon this second hearing of I'll beat you like a Cherokee drum, I kind of got chills listening to that phrase. And for a movie that I wasn't that much a fan of, that quote really just
1: shook me to my core. This is a tough one. Contextually, they're both strong as well, uh, because when he says daddy's got to go to work, he's talking to his daughter. And this is right before he flexes out of a cast uh, to save the day, which is amazing. And then... Cherokee drum quote. I mean, that happens right before the iconic prison fight in Fast 8. That being said, I think I have a winner. Jordan, do you? I do. I do.
0: It's a close one, but uh, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with Daddy's Got to Go to Work, honestly, just for its place in the Dwayne Johnson history of, of quotes. For me, it's, it's a narrow victory, um, and I love this as our first matchup, but I To me, it's just too iconic to to lose in the first round.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, It's super close, but Daddy's got to go to work. For me, it's just a a way to live your life, you know? So uh, We're all just Daddies out here trying to go to work. That's us. You know, when you really need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get to work, that's something to keep in mind. So uh, a narrow victory, but Daddy's got to go to work. Advances to the Elite Eight. The next matchup that we have is one from Fast Five. This is really our introduction to the character Hobbs. He says, two things. One, I need a translator, yada, yada, yada. Then the guy a- asks him, what's number two? And it's, stay the F out of my way, which is pretty great. And that's, Brilliant. Oh, it's amazing. And that goes against Fast and Furious 6, which this one comes pretty early in the movie. This is when Dwayne Johnson goes to Dom Toretto asking for his help, and he says, I'm not just on your porch selling Girl Scout cookies. So uh, let's listen to both those clips right now.
0: If there is anything we can do to help their DNA. Two DSA, things.
1: One, I need a translator.
0: all we have in the public relations. Like a patrol pro- hey, officer. You heard me. But why? We have many more experienced people. I like her smile. What's the second thing? Stay out of my way. It's not that simple. The crew we're after, they hit like thunder and disappear like smoke. You go in alone, you won't ever touch them. Chasing this guy across four continents and 12 countries, and believe me, the last damn place I want to be right now is on your front doorstep selling Girl Scout cookies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> These are gosh, the, the first four that we've looked at here are so so strong. What do you think, Jordan? This is another tough matchup. It's another tough matchup. I
0: have to say, my my immediate gut instinct the stay the F out of my way line that is the audience's introduction to Hobbs as a character. And to me, just as important is that it was really the turning point for the Fast and Furious series. Like this was letting us know, hey, Fast and Furious 5 is nothing like the other Fast and Furious movies, you know, I think that this line is not only a huge for Dwayne Johnson, but it's a turning point for the entire Fast and Furious franchise.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's almost as if he's saying that to the audience, like you, audience, you guys just need to get the heck out of the way. And enjoy this movie. Stop thinking about it and just enjoy the spectacle. Um, the one negative thing I have against it is it is that it requires so much setup. You know, he prefaces it by saying, oh, I need two things. Then he goes through the first thing. And he, he like, what if the guy never asked him about the second thing? Was he just going to keep that line in his back pocket? So it really does, for me, it stretches the definition of a one-liner. And then the second one is also amazing. You know, the last damn place I want to be is on your front porch selling Girl Scout cookies.
0: It defines the relationship between Dom Toretto and Luke Hobbs in these movies. I mean, it's an important line. It shows Hobbs is not going to be backing down against Dom. There is no, he's not deferring.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, But at the end of the day... Which one of these wins, uh, I, think, I think I'm think i actually going to go with the Girl Scout cookies line because it's so uh, coming out of anyone else's mouth, it would sound ridiculous. But for some reason, Dwayne Johnson makes it work.
0: Charlie, you know, I just think that that, that stay the F out of my way is just so iconic in Dwayne Johnson's, uh, you know, his history of quotes. It's something that I think about when I think about Dwayne Johnson. Stay the F out of my way is something that comes to mind every single time. So I don't know. I think I might have to disagree with you. I think that F, the state F out of, way, out of the way is my my winner for this matchup.
1: So we find ourselves at an impasse, huh? Well, I think the one way that we can settle this is uh, is by flipping a coin. So I think let's uh, let's do that. You want heads or tails? I'll take heads. You're gonna take heads. All right, let me flip it over here. And it's tails. Girl Girl Scout Scout cookies cookies. moving in. Wow. To the Elite Eight, the underdog. I like an underdog. Now let's move on to the funny, the comedy round.
0: Now this is an exciting round and a, a very exciting region because this is that, you know, on the complete flip side of the Fast and Furious type of character, Dwayne Johnson is also so funny as we've seen in so many movies. And it's hysterical. You know, when you think of his one liners, perhaps a lot of the most iconic ones are him being a badass, but... You can't let that discredit a lot of the really hysterical things that he says. And really, he has just as many funny quotes as he does badass.
1: Just about, especially later on in his career where he really was able to hone that comedic tone. But before we actually set up these matchups, there is actually a play-in round that I thought would be a lot of fun to talk about. We've already talked a little bit. Uh, We devoted an entire episode to it, actually. Dwayne Johnson on Saturday Night Live. I felt... Like, that should be represented somewhere in this bracket. So, we have a bit of a play-in situation here that'll go up against another quote in our first round. And I thought, we should decide. Uh, Should it be, I feel like a big bag of freaking meatballs? We use that quote all the time, it feels like. Or, should it be uh, a line from the the Bambi spoof? They're gonna pay dearly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) God. That's hard uh, because Dwayne Johnson is hysterical on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And these are two really, really funny uh, sketches that he's in. It's For me, the the bag of meatballs one has pretty much become... Like, that character that he does, it feels as if that's become a recurring bit on this show. Yeah. Which is just so funny to me. Like, I don't... I use I don't that know. all the
1: time. I, Most people don't know what I'm referencing. Actually, you're the only one that gets what i'm referencing uh Uh, sounds about right i i like this a lot uh i guess another option is uh that's a lie so big it could fit into a box that would hold a million hats uh from the interrogation (laughs) sketch which i really like it's really hard to narrow these down um but just for our conversational use i'm gonna have to go with i feel like a big bag of freaking meatballs over here yeah, I think that's the one to pick. So that is going to go up against our other contender here in the first round of the uh, funny region. And that comes from a line from Central Intelligence. So uh, let's play that clip.
0: But you're Robbie Weirdick? Yeah. God, man, look at you. You've lost like 200 pounds. So you gained it back in muscle. Oh, my God, you look great. <laughs> nah, no, no, yeah. you look great. Stop it. No, you haven't changed since high school, oh, dude. Yeah. No, you're just sexy as dick right now. You look somebody in the eyes and say that.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! The way that he delivers that is exactly like that's what we like from funny Dwayne Johnson when he acts like a complete buffoon.
0: Your Central Intelligence is the only Rock Talk movie that I purchased after the fact <laughs> uh, because of lines like that. I I find Bob Stone to be. Probably the funniest character Dwayne Johnson ever plays. And and this line in particular is so, like, it it affects me to my core. I think it is one of the funniest <laughs> things he's ever said.
1: Oh, for sure. But it just cuts right to the heart of this Bob Stone character where he's just so such a genuine person, but he's also very awkward. So the way that he phrases that is so weird and funny and not something that anyone would ever say to somebody. Um, so for me, as much as I love these characters on SNL, it's a pretty easy choice. I think you got to pick the central intelligence quote. I agree. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good
0: matchup to to start with. And you know, the SNL playing, it did a lot of, it showed a lot of guts making it into (laughs) our, our tournament here, but you look sexy as dick is, is God, that's, I want that on a t-shirt and a bumper <laughs> sticker
1: <laughs> it's really good and that brings us to the second round here in our funny region and that's a quote from the rundown versus a quote from the other guys which isn't a movie that we've done yet but i uh, uh, can't wait to get there so let's listen to both those clips back to back
0: i hate this place it, mother. i hate penis eating minnows and i hate freaky <laughs> food i want to go home I want concrete. I want homemade tortellini. I want my Lachlan with Lakers. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home! home!
1: These guys are pros. You thinking what I'm thinking, partner? Aim for the bushes. Oh, man. I mean, as much of a... uh, surprise as the rundown was, to me, this one's not even close. It's honestly the easiest decision I've had to make so far in this bracket. Um, I think what kind of hurts the, I hate this place clip from the rundown is that he's saying it as if he just returned from the dentist. So it's kind of hard to make out. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, I have to agree with you. And I, I do love
0: this sequence in the rundown. Um, and his delivery to me is very reminiscent of in the game plan Uh, when he's delivering the Boston Webbles thing um, after, I forget, I I think he's had some sort of like, I I can't even remember what the context is, but he has a similar lisp that he does in the game plan. And to cap it off, I don't know if I can truly consider it a one-liner. I think it's more of a monologue than a one-liner. And I think that that, you know, really hurts its strength, not only in this matchup, but across our entire tournament. So I I agree with you. I think Aim for the Bushes, uh, is our clear runaway
1: winner here, right? Especially with that that music playing, you know, "My Hero" by the Foo Fighters. It's just it's perfect, and they die immediately, and that's like, oh, <laughs> that movie is so funny. I know we've kind of discussed about like whether or not we're going to do it for the podcast, but I honestly think that we should because it is such a funny movie. And that brings us to our next and possibly my favorite region, and that is the lame region. These are. <laughs> These are quotes that stood out to us in bad movies that were dorky or weird or delivered clunkily, and they stand out for all the wrong reasons, but we are going to celebrate them nonetheless. And the first matchup we have here is uh, one from Race to Witch Mountain, uh, and that one's going up against a quote from Moana, which I thought was kind of like a little too on the nose. So uh, let's listen to those clips.
0: Don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack.
1: Okay, first, I'm not a princess. I'm the daughter of the chief.
0: Same difference. No. If you wear a dress and you have an animal sidekick, you're a princess.
1: All right, Jordan, what do you think we got here? I have one in mind, but I'm I'm curious to see what you think. Well, it's
0: interesting, right? You can, you can already tell right off the bat that this region is going to be a little bit different than the other ones we've got going on here. Um, These are both memorable lines for different reasons. Uh, This is a struggle for me because I love the Maui character and I love his delivery of that line, you're a Disney princess, but the pimped out fridge line, I almost like it just for how
1: weird it is. Right. I, when we watched this movie for the podcast, that line stood out to me more than any others from that movie because it's so jarring like, A, why is he talking to himself Why is he calling a pimped out fridge? It's like, (laughs) it's all very confusing. Uh, But to me, like I said, we need to celebrate this weird part of his career. So for me, that's moving on to the next round.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, Give it to the pimped out fridge and Jack Bruno and a, a surprising win for Race to Witch Mountain. I like it.
1: And the next one we have a line from the Tooth Fairy versus a line from the Game Plan. And then the Tooth Fairy we both kind of hated. So we actually don't have a clip for one of these. So uh, we'll play the first one. And I'll describe the second one. Here's one from the Tooth Fairy.
0: You can't handle the tooth. And that's the tooth. The whole tooth. And nothing but the tooth. I pledge allegiance to the
1: tooth. <laughs> all right, Jordan. What do you think of the Tooth Fairy one? It's like, that's pretty much an encapsulation of how this movie operates.
0: I mean, that's all of Tooth Fairy in a soundbite. Um, I find it, I find it uncomfortable I find it really obvious. Um, but it is memorable on a weird way, uh, on a weird level that this game plan quote, uh, which I, lo- I love this movie. I couldn't tell you when he says this line. And I know we haven't gone to it yet, but I don't even remember its place in the movie. Um, but I do remember this Tooth Fairy sequence and I do remember yeah. this character And to me, it says everything you need to know about his character. I don't know. I think there's a lot of weird strengths that this line has goat for it.
1: Right. I mean, honestly, I think that they started with this line and worked backwards to write the script for the movie. It was on the (laughs) poster. Uh, I love how Dwayne, how proud of himself he is when he says this. He's, like, laughing to himself. Honestly, in, in that moment, he is the most charming that he ever gets in the movie. But this one from the game plan that we keep referencing, I'm pretty sure it happens when, remember when they're making the weird smoothie in the blender that gets everywhere? And Peyton is, like, smelling it and it's like, ooh, why do you eat this gross stuff? And he said, well, you don't get abs like these from eating peanut butter and jelly. Uh, okay. Yeah. I can I can kind of think. I see it now. So this God, is a movie that you like and I don't like. This is honestly our biggest disagreement uh, when it comes to rock movies. What, what wins out here for you? I love the game plan. But in
0: this matchup, I don't think it stands up to you can't handle the tooth. You know, that, that line, as bad a movie as The Tooth Fairy was, I find that line very memorable. And I think that it actually kind of has legs. I think that that, there's a lot to stand on with You Can't Handle the Tooth. And I think that the quote itself is much stronger than the movie. I'm going to say You Can't Handle the Tooth moves on.
1: Me too. Easy choice for me as well. And that brings us to our last region. And this is our miscellaneous badass region. And uh, we're going to get right into it here. The first one is from a movie, Jordan, you and I both love, Pain and Gain versus a quote from Gridiron Gang, which is one that's kind of in the middle, I think, for both of us in our rankings. And uh, let's listen to both these clips back to back. Why'd you make me do that to you, Victor? I have responsibilities!
0: Jesus Christ himself has blessed me with many gifts! One of them is knocking someone the fuck out! Whatever neighborhood you came from, whatever gang you claim, whatever hood you're from, this is your hood now.
1: All right, Jordan, this is another pretty easy decision for me. Uh, what do you think? Look,
0: the pain and gain line is not just the best line of that movie. It's one of the best lines of all of action cinema. It is hilarious and effective, memorable. I could have seen this line being delivered in Pulp Fiction. I love the pain and gain. Jesus Christ himself blessed with many gifts. Like, Oh, it, to me, it stands out. And I think it's a clear favorite for this round.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, This gets us a a really good glimpse into the Paul Doyle character. And uh, honestly, it's like the thesis statement for his character. I like it a lot, too. It moves on to the next round. In the final matchup of our first round, we have a clip from The Scorpion King versus a clip from Doom. I've come for the woman and your head. And the quote from Doom uh, is when Dwayne Johnson has sort of turned evil, and he says, kill them all, let God sort them out which I understand is uh, like a Marine's thing, which tracks because he plays a Marine. Uh, So for me, honestly, this one's pretty easy as well. We talked extensively about the quote from the Scorpion King as like one of the shining moments of the film. Uh, And honestly, I didn't remember what the Kill Them All clip was from Doom upon first reference. So for me, moves on easy.
0: I agree. And I think that the Scorpion King line is actually very important in the Dwayne Johnson history. This being his first major starring role. You you listen to Fast and Furious movies today. The amount of times that Dwayne Johnson will will refer to people as woman or like, come here, woman. like, I think that that started here. In a oh sense. for like, sure. This is kind of his movie turn. Like he cemented his use of this I've come for the woman and your head. It's it's both parts signifying, you know, I've come for the woman and also like I'm also this badass I'm here to kick butt. Like I think that this line so early in his career has like this kind of heritage thing going for it. So I think it's not only the winner of this round, but you know, this is someone I could see being a Cinderella looking in our, our later
1: matchups here. <laughs> um yeah, I think so too. I mean we get the we get a line similar to that in Fast and Furious 7, when he shows up with the Gatling gun, and she goes, Hobbes, you brought the cavalry. And he goes, woman, I am the cavalry. Exactly. Which, uh, works really well. We couldn't choose that one, obviously, because Daddy's Gotta Go to Work is easily better. Yeah, I think you're right. That one moves on. So we now have our Elite Eight. Let's go back to the Fast and Furious region and choose the winner out of that region. So what we're left and- with here is we have Daddy's Gotta Go to Work versus Last Place I Want to Be is on your front step selling girl scout cookies jordan what do you think here i'm freaking out man i'm freaking out that i have to make a decision
0: between these <laughs> lines i'm freaking out god this is really uncomfortable for me to have to do the problem is daddy's gotta go to work is just so iconic yes and it's hard for me to to put anything in this region above it when i consider it to to kind of be the defining quote of the fast and furious franchise so oh, i don't know for sure man, for I don't know. For me, it's that. For me, it's Daddy's Gotta Go to Work.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Uh, There's a lot to be said for the selling Girl Scout cookies line because it is so bizarre and out of left field. But at the same time, out of context, like Daddy's Gotta Go to Work seems odd too, but it fits in that moment so well. So yeah, for me, this one is moving on to the final four. All right, let's choose a winner out of the comedy round here. We have You Look Sexy as Dick versus Aim for the bushes. This is another tough one because me and my little brother uh, use "aim for the bushes" all the time. We just reference that movie all the time. But "you look sexy as a dick" is like honestly probably the funniest thing Dwayne Johnson's ever said. I I completely agree. And
0: for me, the 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 battle here would be tougher had Dwayne Johnson been in the other guys more. And I understand that part of what makes this line so iconic is that they die immediately after he utters it. But at the same time, it's hard to pick a winner in a movie that he hardly stars in. It's There's a real struggle there for me.
1: Oh, see, I, I don't think so. Because to me, this is such like, it is truly a one liner. And the you look sexy line comes sort of in between a couple of other sentences. He says, it's sort of, thrown away. I mean, what was your reaction when you heard that for the first time watching Central Intelligence?
0: Well, when I first heard you look sexy as dick, it was the kind of line <laughs> that made me have to pause this movie and and rewind and understand what I had just heard come out of Dwayne Johnson's <laughs> mouth. It's such a diversion. It's such a change up from from anything that Dwayne Johnson, uh, from what I'm used to hearing him say. And for me, it was just shocking. But I have to say, I do, I like it. Your argument that the aim for the Bushes is, is a literal one-liner in a movie, in in, in a bracket that we're trying to, dis- to describe his best one-liner. For me, that actually, that's a pretty convincing way to look at this.
1: Yeah, but I think for me, the fact that I can hardly get the line out, uh, you look sexy as dick without laughing, I think that indicates something. So I think I'm going to have to choose that one to move on.
0: I'll go with it. That's my gut instinct is telling me you look sexy as dick. I still want it on a shirt. I'm going to say it. Every chance I get in this episode, I'm
1: going to say the entire line. <laughs> All right, so um. we have two of our final four. Let's go ahead and move on. So uh, we have Don't Go in the Pimped Out Fridge, Jack, versus You Can't Handle the Tooth. Jordan, this is a tough one for me. Very tough. What does your gut tell you, Charlie? Uh, well, for one thing, You Can't Handle the Tooth, like I said, was on the poster for the Tooth Fairy. Uh It's great, but at the same time, in the clip, you can kind of hear him trying out a few different catchphrases or one-liners. You know, he says, I pledge allegiance to the tooth, uh, and so on. So it's like he's trying a few different ones, and obviously, You Can't Handle the Tooth is one that stands out the most. Versus, Don't Go in the Pimped Out (laughs) Fridge, Jack. Like, there's something so bizarre about that line that I actually love it. It's like a movie that's so bad that you you love it. Uh, That's basically what this line is for me.
0: I think that You Can't Handle the Tooth would have a much better chance of moving on had it been, as you mentioned, the only line that he utters in that sequence. Because on its own, I find it really strong. And if it were something that he just sort of threw away, if he just said that as a throwaway line in this move in The Tooth Fairy, I think it would have been hysterical. Um, but that's not the case. And that is the case for Don't Go in the Pimped Out Fridge, Jack, where Dwayne Johnson plays a pretty much like a straight man the entire movie with the exception of this weird, just such a weird thing for a human being to say. And I I don't know, It, as you said, as you described it, it's so bizarre that I can't help but think that it's my favorite in this matchup.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I don't think it was meant as a joke, though. Real, I mean, in the context of the movie, you're right. He's such a straight man. I, I just I don't to me, it's unintentionally funny. It is so nerdy and weird that it's funny. Ah, uh, oh, it's tough, but I think I have to go with "pimped out fridge." Yep,
0: yeah, I think for me, it's it it kind of inches you can't handle the tooth out. Um, I love that line. I it is a great one liner, but I think that that line was something that was created by a marketing team, you know, or a bad writer. I like the "pimped out fridge" line is great because of Dwayne Johnson, and
1: that's what this is all about. That's true. Nobody else would be able to deliver that line. So let's uh, move on and get our last Final Four quote up in here. So we have uh, Jesus Christ has blessed me with many gifts versus I've come for the woman and your head. Oh, man. And these are just getting tougher and tougher. And these t- these are both iconic. Uh,
0: these both give me uh, full body chills as I sit here in the nude recording this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I think these both get at the heart of the Dwayne Johnson character type. So I don't know, Charlie. This one is really tough for me.
1: Yeah, it really is. Uh, There's something just so quotable about I've come for the woman and your head that I really like it. Um, And then the, the Jesus Christ himself has blessed me with many gifts. One of them is knocking someone the F out. Like that's kind of wordy, it's not so quotable. And I think that's part of what makes a one-liner so good is that it's quotable. So, goodness, I don't know. I think I might have to choose the upset here and go with I've come for the woman and your head.
0: Honestly, that's the one I'm leaning to, and it really goes back to that argument I brought up in the in its initial matchup. I think that you don't have Jesus Christ has blessed me with many gifts. One of them is knocking someone the F out. I don't think that you have that line if Dwayne Johnson never comes up with I'm here for the woman and your head. Like, I think... I think this is the one that starts it
1: all. And so in this matchup,
0: you know, I I think that it has to have the edge. I would push
1: it onto the the next round as well. Which is surprising to me because that is I mean, in a movie that you and I both like a lot, that might be like one of the better moments. And I, I honestly I can't wait to revisit this movie uh because I feel like um upon revisiting it it might actually have uh, gone up in our rankings compared to some of the uh, pointless drivel that we've been put through on this <laughs> podcast. So uh, surprisingly- Looking at you, Planet
0: 51.
1: Uh, hey, you're talking about the highest grossing movie ever produced from Spain, all right? Show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I've come for the woman, and your head makes it into the final four. Kind of interesting now, when we look at the final four, I know that we didn't explain this so much on Mike, but- you and I actually went to great lengths to give seeding to all of these quotes. And three out of four of our final four are number one seeds with the exception of I've come for the woman and your head.
0: Yeah. I can't say I'm, I'm that surprised when you look at the caliber of the lines that he's delivered and we tried to be fair with seeding as best we could. um, And I think that putting all the fast and furious cat in one single region uh, did a lot to establish some sort of equality across the board here. But I, I'm really happy. I'm really pleased with the four lines we've got here, and I think that it'll make for a compelling Final Four and a, a championship
1: matchup. Oh, I, I think so too. And I think something to explain is these Final Four aren't necessarily our favorite four. If you ask me one day, it might be all four from the Fast and Furious region. Sometimes it might be, don't go in the pimped-out fridge, Jack. Uh <laughs> these things change from day to day. So I'm glad that we, you're right, we do have a diverse Final Four. So let's go over what's in our Final Four in case you've forgotten. That's Daddy's Gotta Go to Work, You Look Sexy as Dick, Don't Go in the Pimped Out Fridge, Jack, and I've Come for the Woman and Your Head. And honestly, just reading those four off, back to back to back to back, I think we chose right. These are all really quotable one-liners. I think that this is going to break the podcast because I
0: (laughs) am concerned about how to move forward here. (laughs) When we look at how we are ranking these one-liners, I think what comes into play in this matchup is like purely the, you know, is you look sexy. I don't know if you look sexy as dick is like a a commonly known one-liner outside of perhaps this podcast.
1: Right. Well, I think for us, I mean, like, it depends. Like, what criteria? Are you looking for iconic? Or are you looking for just simply our favorite lines? And I think that you and I both need to decide for ourselves what we're going to choose. Because as much as I love daddy's got to go to work and, like, the, the applause that broke out watching that movie in the theater versus You Look Sexy as Dick, which is, like I said, like the funniest thing I've ever heard come from Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> oh, man, this is so hard. Gosh, I mean, I, I think just the fact that we use Daddy's Gotta Go to Work every single week in our podcast should stand for something. So, and honestly, the thinnest of margins for me, it's got to be Daddy's Gotta Go to Work. Yo, I mean, God,
0: You Look Sexy as Dick is so funny. It is it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard Dwayne Johnson say.
1: And the look but, on Kevin Hart's face when he <laughs> says that, I think the line right after that is, oh, you don't say that to people.
0: Yeah, well, because humans do Because you don't, yeah. But you know what? Maybe that's something as well... When Dwayne Johnson bursts out of that cast and delivers "Daddy's got to go to work," he's playing against no one but himself. He is single-handedly controlling the atmosphere, the tension, the drama of the moment. Uh, I don't know. I think there's a reason that that movie is just is up there with, yeah. the, you know, with, with the best action movies of all time, according to me. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. I, I love it. I think it has to. I think it just narrowly gets an edge. I love both these lines. But Daddy's got to go to work is like something I've built my entire personality around. And I have to honor
1: that. <laughs> and keep in mind, right after he says this, he confounds medical science. And he flexes out of his cast and saves the day. I mean, we know that from the timeline in this movie, it has only been about two weeks since he was put into the hospital in traction with like a broken hip. And a broken arm. Two weeks later, he's good to go. Alright, so we have one of our finalists. And that is, unsurprisingly, Daddy's Gotta Go to Work. Let's get that other finalist here. And this goes between Don't Go in the Pimped Out Fridge Jack versus I've Come for the Woman and Your Head. What are your first thoughts here, Jordan?
0: So, Here we have a battle of kind of like new wave Dwayne Johnson with Race to Witch Mountain doing like a full abstract weirdness like on, you know, the strength of this quote lies in his own weird delivery versus what I think is one of the most character establishing quotes that we've ever had and something that sort of set the tone for a lot of the action movies of his career. So we kind of have a tale of two Dwaynes here. I mean, my immediate gut, tells me that i've come for the woman and your head has the edge but charlie is there something
1: i'm missing i think so and let me lay it out for you is there anyone else on planet earth that could deliver the line don't go in the pimped out fridge jack (laughs) and have us remembering it and quoting it to each other i mean i don't think anyone else on earth has the charisma that would i mean that line stays with us for a reason and i think that should be appreciated I don't know like to me I've come for the woman in your head on paper makes a lot of sense but you and I don't talk about that off mic you're right I mean
0: and and for all the you know the garbage that was Race to which mountain that line
1: comes up with frequency oh for sure and and I think that like something that we've really discovered in this podcast is that even in the worst movies that he's ever been There is something to celebrate. There is something to dissect and break down. But I think that really, like, a line like this really cuts to the heart of why we do this podcast. It is to break these movies down and pull out these little nuggets like this that are wonderful. So for me, I cannot believe I'm saying this. I think it should be don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack.
0: I'll second it. Uh, A vote uh, of confidence for the race to which Mountain and 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 I think the Rock Talk, a guide to the films of Dwayne Johnson ethos. Uh, <laughs> I cannot believe I just
1: convinced you.
0: <laughs> I you know my problem is I've come for the woman and your head. I I think it's an imp- I think it's one of the most important things that Dwayne Johnson's ever said. But you're right in terms of the most memorable, the pimped out fridge line comes up all the time, uh, and I can't say the same for I've come for the woman and your head. So. I just I think... think
1: other people could deliver that line and it would have worked just as well. And and you're right. I mean, something from that movie making it this far almost seems a little wrong. That movie was so terrible and borderline unwatchable that the fact that <laughs> we are here like, still talking about it makes me feel a little dirty. So if anything else, the other thing needed to win. And I, I'm just happy... That it's something as weirdly wonderful as uh, don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack. So we have our final matchup. Jordan, Ooh, are you nervous? I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm, uh,
0: I feel confident, though, because I think we've narrowed it down to two lines on opposite ends of the Dwayne Johnson spectrum. So I think that we've done our, our due diligence here. I, I feel good that this is our final.
1: Yeah, me too. And like I said, on paper, it may not make a lot of sense, but I think when you break it down, i like, really the two different personas that Dwayne Johnson has had in movies that we like have been action star versus something more family friendly, even if those don't always work out, he usually rises above it all. And I think that the pimped out fridge quote is exemplary of that, but then daddy's got to go to work is Dwayne Johnson at his absolute best. So what are we going to choose here? Could we listen to them one more time? Yeah, hmm? I think that's a good idea. Dad,
0: what's going on? Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> Don't go in the pimped out fridge,
1: Jack. <laughs> God, Honestly, great. listening to them did not make it any easier because I... I'm just on board for the daddy's got to go to work clip because you can hear at the very end of the clip, the crunching sound of him flexing out of the cast. And I'm like, I'm just pumped up. And then on the other hand, listening to the pimped up fridge, it's like, it's even better listening to him. Uh, I just start giggling. So I, this is tough for me. I think I have a winner though. Jordan, do you? I have a
0: winner. Uh, I think, in my heart, I always knew which one I was gonna I was gonna have to take to the finals here, and for me, as great as this pimped out fridge quote is uh and as memorable as it is and as as insane and beautiful as the line delivery is, I don't know if there's anything that holds up to Daddy's gotta go to work in sheer awesomeness,
1: Jordan, I think we're gonna have to flip a coin no because. Coming up with that argument in the last round has convinced me that don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack, is the most iconic line that we have covered so far on Rock Talk because it's something that absolutely should never work, but due to sheer charisma, it works. And honestly, that is sort of a microcosm of Dwayne Johnson's acting career. It had no reason to get off the ground, but due to sheer charisma, he blunt force made it work. So for me, I can't believe I've talked myself into this. Don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack. Wins for me. Charlie, I need you to think about
0: what you're saying. Think about what you're saying right now. I can't believe You are giving on this podcast, a podcast that we do every week. You're giving a line from Race to Witch Mountain, a 50-50 shot. And most iconic Dwayne Johnson line of all time.
1: No, that's not what we're discussing here. We're not discussing the most iconic. We. This is our bracket for today. Like I said, if we did this 365 times in a row, we might get 365 <laughs> different results. <laughs> I'm saying right here, right now, and the arguments that I've made to you and to God and to humanity, oh, I've sort God. of talked myself into this. God will judge you. <laughs>
0: For what you've said today all right? on this well, Passover weekend
1: <laughs> 50-50 chance I can't believe we're here but we need to flip a coin Charlie this time I'll let
0: you do the honors of picking since since you have staked staked our entire reputation
1: on this selection <laughs> heads or tails I, I'm. you know what tails was good to me on the first flip I'm going to choose tails again any last words Jordan I don't know I just think it's time for daddy to go to work think about it Charlie Let's Daddy's got to go to work.
0: Even as we flip this coin, you know, daddy has to go to work. Daddy has to go to work. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's Tails. No. <laughs> no! no. No. You oh
1: make me God. sick.
0: Everything about this makes <laughs> me sick. Oh oh,
1: I don't know how I was able to talk myself into this, but right now, we finally have a champion, a winner. Of the Dwayne Johnson one-liners March Madness bracket. Don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack. Wow. Gotta give it up. A Cinderella story if I've ever heard one. I... Wow. Did not think we would get to this point. Me either, honestly. I'm not even sure how to close out the show.
0: No, the the only way is is through chaos and flames at this point. Um, I... I have, I have really, I have no words. I am shocked. I, I understand. I, the thing is, you can't really go wrong with either of these, but, but I, nonetheless, I am, I'm shocked to my core that this is the, this is the line that, that wins.
1: Like I said, I know if we were, if we were going to rank all 16 of these quotes, don't go in the pimped out fridge, probably wouldn't be in the top three or four but the way that the bracket broke down and how we set up the regions it kept scrapping you know it kept coming out on top it did what it needed to to win and at the end of the day it worked the hardest it's those intangibles that turn a zero (laughs) into a hero gotta say absolutely
0: so that concludes our bracket uh Dwayne Johnson March Madness one-liner extravaganza Did you agree with us? Do you think that don't go in the pimped out fridge, Jack? Is that your one line? Uh, We want to know. Please hit us up on our social media websites. Those are Facebook at facebook.com slash rocktalkpod, Twitter at rocktalkpod, and Instagram at rocktalkpod as well.
1: And don't forget, if you haven't yet, to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We say it every week, but it never changes. It's the number one way that you can help jabronis like us. And join us next week as we look at Southland Tales. Join us next week, jabronis.